iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast. I'm Amy Ray. I'm Emily Saliers. And we're the Indigo Girls. Both of us. We're here to talk about some of our favorite songs. I know these aren't my 10 favorite songs for my whole entire lifetime, but there are 10 songs that are on my mind and in my heart right now. So the first one on my list is um, MIA's Paper Planes. And the first time I heard about this song was before I even heard the song. Is My little sister teaches spin class, and she was introduced to this song and freaked out over it and put it in her spin class. And we were in Vermont with our family for Christmas break and she played it to me on her um, iPhone because <laughs> she was so excited about it and I was like wow that sounds really cool it's a very very politically uh, charged song but it's also got great beats and she's got a very um, captivating voice and so then I looked it up on iTunes and bought it and then I saw Slumdog Millionaire and heard it in the soundtrack and it was it's just so powerful after having been introduced to it sort of by accident in those ways and then to see it and hear it in that film was just super powerful I, I love that song I need to know more about her I understand she's quite the artist all the way around I fly like people get high like if you catch me at the border I got visas in my name if you come around This is Amy. I picked 10 tracks that I currently like a lot, and some of them are new and some of them are old. Um, the first one is by an artist named Gregory Allen Isakoff that I just recently started listening to, and he's a, he's a singer-songwriter, kind of a folk artist, and it's a song called 3AM. And the reason I love this is because I first heard it when I was on tour a lot, driving late at night. It gave me energy because he sort of wrote it from that perspective and I could really relate to what he was talking about. And then I got to hear him live and I thought he was um, really amazing. Great songwriter. Well, it's 3 a.m. again Like it always seems to be Driving northbound Driving homeward Driving winds Driving me It just seems so funny Always end up here Walking outside in a storm while looking way up past the tree line has been some time. Give me darkness when I'm dreaming. Give me moonlight when I'm leaving. Give me shoes. Um, the next one on my list, and these are in no particular order from how much I love them, but it's Rihanna's song, I Hate That I Love You. I'm pretty sure Neo wrote this song. I'm not positive. I know he recorded it with her. Uh, I'm also a big Neo fan. I just think Rihanna has an incredible voice. The timbre of it, the tone of it, there's something that's very unusual about it. Um, and she's a big pop star, we all know that. But there's something about the production on this song that I also love, where you've got um, acoustic, sort of an organic feel to the track, and then you've got this, uh, the beats that are steady, and then you have these this a really, really good melody and, and a great harmony interplay between Neo and Rihanna. So for me, it's kind of like a perfect pop song um, with a message that a lot of people can relate to, like... Uh, it's driving me crazy that I love you so much I can't stand it, basically, in a nutshell. Um, but then with a really good production, um, a really good song. And I can't stand you Must everything you do Make me want to smile Can I not like you for a while? No, but you won't let me You upset me, girl And then you kiss 
my lips All of a sudden I forget That I was upset I can't remember what you did But I hate it You know exactly what to do So that I can't stay mad at you uh, my next song is a song, a classic by Al Green called Tired of Being Alone. And um, I listen to this song a lot, like five times a day <laughs> for a couple of weeks. When I was trying to learn how to sing more in the top of my range, like the falsetto part of my voice, and just really listen to the way he used his voice, it inspired me um, on some of my material on my latest solo record. And some of the drumming also inspired our arrangements. And so... I just, uh, it's a kind of a, a standard that I always go back to when I want inspiration. I'm so tired of being alone, I'm so tired of on my own. Won't you help me, girl, just as soon as you can? People say that I found a way to make you say that you Another song I really love is a song by Fleetwood Mac called Bleed to Love Her. I first heard this song. A friend of mine makes all kinds of compilations that she plays on our iPod when we get together. So she had this song on a compilation. Of course, you know, mostly everybody I know loves Fleetwood Mac to a certain extent, if at all. And then, um, but this song struck me. There's an incredible guitar line that Lindsey Buckingham plays. That I, it's, it seems almost impossible to play this guitar line and sing the melody at the same time. He's a genius like that. So I was immediately struck by the guitar line. Sounds sort of like it's played on a classical guitar. It's probably just one of his crazy guitars, um, an incarnation of a guitar that he's come up with. But I love the melody and I love the passion and the intensity of, of the message. Again, it's a very strong, passionate, sort of broken love song. But it's Fleetwood Mac, so really good. I picked a song by a band called The Fiery Furnaces, and the name of the song is My Egyptian Grammar. They're kind of a hard band to pick one song for because their songs are all like like little miniature operas in a way. It's a brother and sister. I believe they hail from Chicago. And they're just, I like them because they're, they're really creative and they're really raw and they take extreme chances. And I think I had this one record by them on my iPod for like four weeks before I could listen through the whole thing because <laughs> it was so crazy. <laughs> And then as I listened more and more to it, I started understanding the way it works, and I, it became sort of like an addiction to the band. And so I just I hope people will discover them and, and, and really listen to the words and, and kind of the musicality of what they're going for, because I, I think that they incorporate a lot of different styles into one band, which, which I think a lot of younger bands do now. They kind of cross-pollinate a lot, which I, I think is like so inspiring. So um, My Egyptian Grammar by The Fiery Furnaces. Just stress, but I don't think so. I couldn't 
song called John Wayne Gacy Jr. by Suf John Stevens. It's from his record, Illinois. And it's about a serial killer, um, but it's a ballad. And he sings it so beautiful. The chords are interesting. He sings it so beautifully. And he goes up into a lovely falsetto. Um, so it's a pretty song, but it's very, very, very creepy because it is about a serial killer and his upbringing and bodies that are buried under his property and all those things. And when I first bought that record, that was the track that immediately jumped out at me and I sort of let it go. I bought it, you know, a few years ago whenever it came out. And I recently saw the movie The Changeling with Angelina Jolie and there was a serial killer uh, named Gordon Northcutt who just did horrific things to boys during the uh, Depression era circa the depression era and it it made me again think about the serial killing and the horrors of that and i went back to this song because its power is in that it's such a pretty song it would be completely deceiving unless you knew what the content was and there's something that's just very stirring about that um his performance his melody his choice of chords his falsetto to sing about such a dark subject are you one of Dressed up like a clown for them With his face paint white and red And on his best behavior In a dark room on the bed He kissed them all He'd killed ten thousand people With a slight I chose a song by Bon Iver called Skinny Love. I actually just love everything that this band does and this songwriter and think he's totally brilliant. In particular, I like this song because he is singing in sort of a, as he often does in a falsetto voice and there's harmonies going on, but then he breaks into this like chorus and it's a really hard, in-your-face rhythmic chorus. And I just like the juxtaposition of the two voices and love to see someone use their voice like that. And, and his words are really interesting and actually that whole record is really awesome. So. Bonnie Vera Skinny Love. I chose a song by the artist Sia, and this song is called Numb, and it's from her record Color the Small One. And I first became a massive Sia fan through um, Zero Seven, a sort of English conglomerate band of moving, groovy, trip-hoppy type music. And Sia, and they had different soloist singers on, on their record, and when I first uh, heard Sia sing Destiny, it blew me away. She immediately became my favorite singer of the time, and so I was really excited when she started putting out um, solo records. And I also saw her in concert in Atlanta in a small club, about a thousand seat club, but everybody was on their feet. Her energy is incredible. She's very infectious. This song is just, I mean, I could have picked any number of her songs in my top 10 favorite list, but she's definitely an artist that uh, stirs me and I'm interested in her music and her energy. And uh, it's one of those artists that the day she comes out with her next record, I'll, I'll be there to buy it or download it, I should say. Living on the 
I'm going back to a record from Prince, Purple Rain, and choosing a song called The Beautiful Ones. I was cleaning the house a couple weeks ago and put that record on, and I couldn't actually finish doing the chores because I'm so blown away by that record every time I listen to it, and especially this song because I really like the kind of climactic ending and the way Prince's voice goes into like this just sort of raw scream, and it's like he can't really control himself, and I love it when a singer can do that in a convincing way and still be in tune. So it's very cool. What's it gonna be, babe? Do you want him? Do you want me? Cause I want you. I want you. This definitely is one of my favorite songs of all time. It's uh, Public Enemies Don't Believe the Hype. That was my first introduction to the uh, confluence of rap and uh, political and social issue consciousness. Chuck D immediately struck me in so many ways. And I just think his message was so important. It's timeless, really, but particularly important at that time when people were judging rap music left and right. All the just the different oppressive forces in society that were rained down on the black political and musical movements around that time and just a great beat as well of course so just a song that i've never ever gotten tired of don't believe i ever will and i think that'll be important for you know the life of music as we know it from now on What you looking for the same thing? It's a new thing. Check out this. I bring all the rope below the level because I'm living low next to the base. Come on. Turn up the radio. They're claiming I'm a criminal. But now I wonder how. Some people never know. The enemy could be the Frank Guardian. I'm now a hooligan. I rock the party and clear all the madness. I'm not a racist. Preach the teacher. Because don't they never had this? Number one. iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast. My next pick is a song called Always In Your Mind by singer-songwriter Jennifer O'Connor, who has um, a new record out on Matador. And I recently toured with her, and um, I think she's a a really great performer. I love the simplicity of of how she says what she says and, and her melodies, and they stick with you. And she's just a very sincere writer. And you can hear the influence. Like she's influenced by Paul Westerberg, I believe, of The Replacements, and I can really hear it now in her melodies, which, which I also love, because I love when the folk world is sort of tied with the punk world and, and the alternative world, and you can kind of see how an artist incorporates different influences. So um, Jennifer O'Connor, always in your mind. You can go off to a distant place You can hide inside an empty space
I picked a song by Patty Griffin called Rain. It's from her record, A Thousand Kisses. Uh, anything <laughs> Patty Griffin does is just stellar. She's got one of those voices that's completely haunting, just comes from another place, realm, world, you don't know what. So the power of her unique voice and that gift and its strength and delivery, coupled with her genius songwriting abilities, really makes anything that Patty does something special. And it doesn't matter if she's rocking out or just playing her acoustic guitar, and I've seen her live before. She's just kind of some. I've even been in the same room with her and not known what to say to her because that's how much I look up to her gift. And she seems like she'd be a cool person as well, but Rain is a sad song. Um, it's talking about heartbreak and in the midst of a deluge of downpour of rain. So the physical world combining with the internal world of heart sickness. And by Patty Griffin, you know, no one can really do that any better than she can, I don't think. It's hard to know when to give up the fight. Some things you want will just never be right. It's never rain like it has to My next song is um, another song that I go back to all the time and listen to um, the vocals and, and the melody, and it's a song that Nina Simone sings called Black is the Color of My True Love's Hair. It's just one of my favorite songs of all time, and, and I love her interpretation of it, and um, it reminds me of my mother, because <laughs> she has dark hair, and um, I just I just love the song. I, there's not really much to say about it. It speaks for itself, and it's one of the most beautiful arrangements musically, too, is, is, instrumentally, so... Uh, Nina Simone, black is the color of my true love's hair. Black is the color of my true love's hair. His face so soft and wondrous pale. There's a new artist I discovered whose name is Kenan, and I first read about him in an issue of Toronto Life. He's Somalian, but he's moved, I think, first to New York and now lives in Toronto, and his song is called What's Hardcore? Um, it is a rap song, so it's got the beats, the grooves that, that make it flow like what I like about rap music, but also highly political, talking about the situation in Somalia, what kids grow up with the guns in their hands and different, you know, warlords and gangs and just the difficulty of life there. And it's sort of a comparison of like, what are you talking about when you think this is hardcore in a different kind of song? Like what's really hardcore is what's going on in war-torn countries like Somalia. Um, but it's not, you might think that sounds heavily judgmental. It doesn't come across that way. It's just a great rap song that talks about the hard realities of war, and he has seen it firsthand. And he's just, he's a very well-spoken guy, just really, really interesting, intelligent, and I feel like I'm going to be a fan for a long time. It's called What's Hardcore. I put a pen to the paper, this time as visual as possible. Guns blasted the hospital, the walls are whitewashed with tin rooftops. To show love, you lick two shots, it's dangerous, man. Journalists hire gunmen, there's violent women. Kids trust no one, cause fire burned them. 
Refugees, nine boats headed for peace. Is anyone scared of death here? Not in the least. I walk by the old lady selling coconuts under the tree. Life is cheap here, but wisdom is free. The beach boys hang on the side, leaning with pride. Scam artists and gangsters, feeling the fight. I walk with three kids that can't wait to meet God lately. I just discovered a songwriter um, named Anias Mitchell. This songwriter, um, she has a very high voice, and she's kind of childlike when she sings in this kind of playful way, but she sings about really serious things, which I always think is cool. And there's a song she wrote called Out of Pawn, and it's just a very haunting love story that takes place in New Orleans. And I believe she wrote it as a taking place at the time of the flood, Hurricane Katrina. So it's uh, one of my favorite songs right now. I'm glad you got your heart out of pawn. I'm glad you got your king out of check At least that's how things stood when I saw you last It was New Orleans before the flood You had just met a girl You were falling in love She lived on the levee and knew the blues I like a song by Missy Higgins called Where I Stood um, we actually toured some with Missy, and it was just a real pleasure to listen to her sing every night. I think she's a very gifted songwriter. She's very young, but she um, she's hooked into things that you know are beyond her years. I think, and this is a song that well, it comes across as a fairly simple love song idea. It's you know this person's talking about someone would, who would dare to stand where I stood and the complexities of not being able to leave a relationship behind. But I love the chord changes. I love the piano on it. She's got a very haunting voice, and I just think it's a very very uh, well written song. I you know that sticks with you. But you ain't leaving without a fight, and I think I am just as torn. Cause I don't know who I am, who I am without you All I know is that I should And I don't know if I can stand another hand uh, Emily and I both have a, a mentor friend who's one of the greatest songwriters, really, of all time, and her name is Farron. And she's older, and a younger artist um, that goes by the name Bitch collaborated with Farron on a record and produced a record for her and played with her to kind of introduce, reintroduce her to sort of a, a new, younger audience. And the record is called Boulder, and the song that I'm picking from it is called Already Gone. And Farron's just definitely one of me and Emily's favorite songwriters, and Bitch did a really great job producing her and singing with her and bringing out sort of the core of Farron's heart in the songs. Can't say it doesn't hurt to be a numb but not a need Walking backward through the memories Till the hometown looks the same Are you already on that bus and gone? Is it me you're running from? Or did our love shine a little more than you uh, The last one on my list is a song by the Weepies called The World Spins Madly On. I'm trying to remember, I don't even know how I first discovered the Weepies. They're 
Steve Tannen and Deb Talon, and they're a couple, and but they started out as singer-songwriters separate from each other, and then they got together and they just they melded in this really beautiful way. They're really lovely melodies and very distinctive, unusual harmonies, a lot of close harmony. Deb also has a very haunting voice, and what they do, this is kind of a world-weary song um, called The World Spins Madly On. I think it may have even gotten one of those TV shows. I, I don't watch TV, so I don't know, but I think that's how they kind of caught on in the popular culture. But another one of those bands, uh, this duo, that I would go out and buy their record immediately. I just uh, find them completely infectious. And everything that I said I'd do, like make the world brand new. Take the time for you I just got lost And slept right through the dark And the world Spins madly on I Let the day go by I Always say all right, my last song is um, a great new song by Nellie Mackay called Mother of Pearl. It's an awesome song about feminism, which I think is, and she did it in a way that um, has so much attitude and is so cocky and so intellectual, but sort of badass, like West Side Story or something. And um, I love just her presentation of the idea of feminism, and, and, she, and it's really funny. It's like tongue-in-cheek, and she's just an incredibly clever artist. And I've just recently been introduced to her music, even though she's been around for a while, and, and this is one song that I really love. They say child molestation isn't funny Rape and degradation's just a crime Rampant prostitution, sex for money What's wrong with that? Can't these chicks do anything but whine? Dance break iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast <laughs>